One of the reasons why we're so polarized and not able to get anything done is that 78% of our fellow Americans are living paycheck to paycheck. Uh, you know, if you can't pay your bills, you have what's called a mindset of scarcity. And a mindset of scarcity has been shown to decrease your functional IQ by 13 points at one standard deviation. So if you get a sense that our fellow Americans are getting less reasonable or optimistic, uh, we are. Because if you can't pay your bills, that's just what happens to you. And so this would reverse that. Like the polarization is in part because people have this sense that if you get something, I'm getting shafted. <laughs> you know, it's like that is not enough and if you're getting it, then I'm mad. Uh, that's the reverse of where we should be, which is the mindset of abundance, which is like, you get it, that's not bad on me. Maybe that's good for me. And it's like, you know, it's like we're members of the same team. Uh, and so the, the big move we have to make is get the economic boot off of people's throats, reduce the polarization, uh, and then get people to think about how we can solve other problems. So first big move, the dividend, but then the next big move might be something like infrastructure that most Americans agree on, but historically bipartisan, uh, would end up generating activity in people's uh, communities. Another thing that most people agree on is redefining our economic measurements to actually work for us. Welcome to Mindwave. This is Jenner, and we are continuing our Humanity First series season premiere. And we have a very special guest. You may recognize him from our very first voicemail blast, Mikey Tronchi. Mikey, thanks for coming on the show, man. Thank you for having me, man. It's uh, glad to be back on. Yeah, it's a pleasure. So, a lot of our listeners will be aware of who you are. You have one of the most memorable uh, voicemails that we've collected. Uh, very moving, uh, and we'll get in. We'll get into that a little bit. Um, but it is, you know, like talking about this stuff is is hard. So I thought maybe we would break the ice by giving you kind of my uh, backstory on this, because uh, as I was telling you off air, we are kind of kindred spirits here because that's one that's one part of the the Andrew Yang movement that I don't think is getting enough attention is that he really is changing lives and that he's giving people hope again people who have been close to the edge and ready to give up many a time uh, I've been one of those people I've struggled with that you know on and off uh, you know for years uh, and that is one of the most amazing things about this this movement is it's so much bigger than a presidential campaign. It's so much bigger than a policy idea. It's just the core of humanity first. It's like you matter. You know what I mean? And like yeah. this, there's coming together. There's bigger, better things to do. <laughs> you know, like we matter. I, I keep being, bringing this back to Ubuntu philosophy because it, it feels very kind of almost like ancestral, something we lost. Like we used to 
live in the village and sit around the campfire and share stories. And, you know, like we were yeah. all brothers and sisters and then we've kind of lost that, I think in modern society. And I think that we need to find a way to incorporate that into our 21st century view and it, it, framing this in a, in a new economic model is it's just like, <laughs> holy shit. Like, it's amazing. So, and anyway, let's let's get into your backstory a little bit. So, you're you're in Stockton, California, yeah. right? Yeah, uh, UBI City, man. <laughs> UBI City, and we gotta we gotta organize around around that because we yeah. have a lot of people in that city who have received UBI and like know the difference that it can make. Uh, so there should definitely be a very strong Yang gang there if there's not. Actually, uh, we're really trying our best to start one. I've been reaching out to people. Tomorrow we're going to be canvassing at um, the Wilson Way Flea Market. So come through tomorrow. Uh, you'll see just, uh, me and Christian will be there. Sweet, for sure. We'll we'll throw it out on Twitter because I don't know when this episode's going to come out. But, oh, for sure, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it, it's I, I do that all the time too. I'm like, oh yeah, wait. <laughs> uh, especially the ones that take a lot of work. Some of the episodes require more than others. Uh, I fucking was blowing it on the Scott Santens episode, man, because it required so much work, and then I did so much, and then like a bunch of parts I really didn't like, so I went back. And, yeah. changing it was uh, yes and there was a whole scheduling thing and the computer got fucked up <laughs> uh, thankfully we have a new machine that we're borrowing now that is working rather well so anyway yeah. to, uh, tangent, uh, tangent <laughs> so uh who are you what's life like out there in stockton what do you do uh well I'm, i work retail uh i sell electronics um Life, I've, being in the retail industry, I firsthandly I can firsthandly see that how automation is really taking over. I can see the, how the upper ups are struggling, and you can see it on their faces. You can tell by the changes. You can you can you really know what's going on. Just because your life is getting harder, you can definitely feel it. Everybody feels it, and a lot of us are leaving for that very reason um i'm not excited for next week black friday weekend and oh, you know it's it's gonna be another miserable time for me but you know <laughs> life must go on and work is work you know but, yeah yeah. Oof. <laughs> yeah i've worked in uh retail and in, in customer service and that that is a grueling very brutal job the service industry in general uh and there is this kind of shift now where you know there is a lot more stress on that position just because people can tell they can see the light at the end of the tunnel and it's, yeah it's a fucking train that's coming to destroy this industry for the people anyway you know like they're all getting replaced but uh, honestly Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh no, 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 no. Yeah, go. No, I read yeah, this all uh, the time. <laughs> we want to hear from yeah, you. Yeah, but uh, but honestly, man, I feel like retail has helped me a lot when it comes to talking about Yang, especially. Um, I get a lot of customers. They tell me. They literally tell me, "Wow, uh, uh, Amazon's really taking over." Huh? I'm like, "Yep, <laughs> it is sucking up two billion a year." And you know, I, that's where I spit all all that math and. <laughs> 
and boom, you know it, you got another yangster on the way. So I, I, I feel like this has given me um, opportunities to at least bring that conversation because it's hard seeing people and talking to people and, and on the street. And getting to, oh, you know totally. what I mean? It's like, that is not something I re- normally do. But when I can actually be human and actually sway my conversation to Yang, just by on my environment, being in an electronics world, you know, it just made it so much easier. And being, um, and it reminds me every day how, where we're going to be in the next five to 10 years. It scares me. And that's another reason why I'm so passionate about it. Uh, about the whole uh, getting Andrew Yang elected and everything, uh, I really do feel like he's here for all of us. He's when we're in the darkest place, he is our light, as you said. And I, I for me, when I first heard of him, um, I was I was not in a good time at all. Um, things were very difficult for me. When it came to finance, my financing, um, I just didn't have much. I, I am I'm married. I have my wife, and I just felt bad because we were always struggling, and we both had to work so hard just to stay afloat. On top of that, uh, I know during those times, uh, just was just last February, March, around Joe Rogan time actually. Um. That's when I started to really um, get really into Andrew Yang and just, just hearing what his message for the first time. Uh, how, yeah, man. <laughs> it was uh, an awakening for a lot of people, you know, because yeah. we, we've been playing this. You still see this and it explains so much of the resistance or skepticism around Andrew Yang is that everybody's just gotten used to living in hell basically, you know, and they see something like this come along and they're like, it's too good to be true. You know, he really is like legit, like candle in the dark. Like this guy's, he's going to fucking save us like for real. But like people are so nihilistic and pessimistic and just like, Oh, everything's corrupt. You know, it'll never work. It'll never happen. You know, it's so much. I think that explains pretty much all of the resistance to his ideas. This is just like, no, he's too good. It's too good to be true. It'll never happen. I'm like, well, it can and it will. And like telling these stories is is like mega for me, you know, as as a part of like proving that like, no, this message is resonating with everybody. It's it doesn't matter who you are or where you come from like we all feel this and bringing us together like unifying under that you know that and tying it to the humanity first message that like you know like you all matter like the stay-at-home moms like you matter like the the market should value you society should value the work that you're doing like all those messages you know like his educational policies and you know down and down the list you know like ad infinitum pretty much at this point like he's just like he sees us he's like i see you you matter you know and for a lot of people that's like it really is why we're still here yeah (laughs) yeah not to get too too terribly dark uh 
but I, I made a note uh, on on your you're saying working it into retail, working it in, into your everyday life where there's a natural insertion point. Mm. I am so fucking awkward too. Like if I'm trying to talk to people out in the real world about like it's you walk up to somebody on the street and you're like, hey, do you want a thousand dollars a month? And like, Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. What? Get out of here, you scammer. You know? <laughs> so it's like feels super awkward. We had this event, uh Josh and I went up to Reed Park in Tucson uh to meet the Yang gang up there and hang out and pass stuff out and you know, Veterans Day stuff and uh, we're just walking around the park and we're like looking for, you know, maybe stay at home moms or, you know, just like people who are like, Hey, you know, if you we're out here, you want to talk about 2020, you know, like we're out here representing injury. And it was so awkward. Like yeah. <laughs> I am so socially awkward. So like finding a way to mix that into your everyday is I think a really good point. And I've tried, I've done this a little bit cause uh, I, I drive shuttles sometime like, golf cart shuttles around town and sometimes they'll work it into that I'm like oh yeah i have a podcast have you heard about andrew <laughs> <laughs> just in like the five minute walk or whatever and I've, I've started handing out stuff so yeah man how, how whatever play to your strengths whatever they are yeah you know that's exactly. that's another message that we gotta we gotta really kind of incorporate into the core of mind wave is like you know know your strengths and and play to that you know yeah. So anyway, total, total fucking <laughs> uh, tangent, but uh, yeah, where the hell were we? <laughs> oh, so there's a there's a good question. There's let me get us back on track. So one of the questions that um, I've been reluctant to ask people um, because it kind of plays to this. It, it matters, but it don't, but it doesn't, you know, kind of like it doesn't matter, but it's relevant. Yeah. Like what, what, what's your political background? Like how do you identify politically like pre Andrew Yang era? Well, I was a former burner supporter. I, uh, I voted for him in the primaries and, and I wrote him in, in the, in the election. Um, I did I am right there with when it comes to anti-establishment mentality. That's where I float in the boat. Um, I I wouldn't say I'm super left because uh, I still have uh, conservative values as well. Um, I guess just, honestly, I feel like my views align exactly perfectly with Andrew Yang's views. So to get an idea of what I feel, kind of exactly what Andrew Yang feels too. Uh, some issues such as circumcision, I, I believe that should stay for, um, of course, it's ultimately up to the parents, but uh, it shouldn't be something that we should force it upon the kids. Uh, mm. no, I mean, there's a few different things. Um, Allowing, allowing uh, our kids to vote at sixteen, I I feel like, shit. If I was sixteen years old and I was that much into politics, maybe, maybe I'd know so much more now. You know. Yeah, and then they enter the they'd enter society being like having been in it for a couple of years, and they, we let them work and we let them pay taxes. Yeah, <laughs> like fuck, <laughs> let them. Let them vote if they're if they're that engaged and they want to vote. Let them vote. I'm I really like so many good ideas. Yeah, 
that that whole just caring for your young ones for the young kids really reminded me of what Andrew Yang said during the last debate where he was talking about um, this guy he knew he was a racist and um, he joined a hate group and but he now he now like gets these people out of hate groups for that's what he does nowadays uh, mm-hmm. but he was just saying that if it, it could have been anybody it was a coach it was a teacher a mentor uh, it could have been anybody if someone just approached him and showed him that the right way then maybe things would have been okay you know so I feel like having if we were able to allow our kids to join in elections and get them into politics man, we'd be such a m- much smarter nation you know oh yeah and then on their 18th birthday and them a thousand dollars and oh, say here yeah. get this every month for the rest of your life you know how- now you can go oh. out and you can get your own apartment you can you know get a car and you know be prepared for society david you know? i mean you'd, you'd grow up loving your country even more your your mind is oh my country every single day uh, mm-hmm. right now it has and for the for a long time it's it hasn't been that way i don't feel patriotic at all until NGA showed up you know what i mean so like, i wouldn't be caught wearing american jacket or something like that but now i think it's so cool because andrew yang would rock it all right and there's totally gonna have to be like a new holiday or something around like Freedom Day. Freedom. Freedom, freedom, freedom. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's a flashback. Uh yeah, no, totally. I think I think there is something inherently patriotic about it, especially when it brings he brings it back to the founding yeah. of the nation that like, you know, it is the nation's responsibility to care for the well being, you know, of its of its citizens to use the wealth and the bounty of the nation to ensure the life, liberty, and happiness of its of its citizens. You know, we really like that. Is a fucking it, if if you were to look up bipartisan statement, you know, in the dictionary, that's it's really hard to disagree with that. No matter where you lie on the political spectrum, like we do need to get back to that. And having somebody on the stage who's also just making sense and seeing the problems and actually has ideas for how to solve all of them, but like tying it to this deeply American idea that like, no, this is, this is something that we, we should celebrate. We should restore trust in the government. We should restore trust in democracy and celebrate our fucking democracy, you know, Yeah. because it's, it's, we're still, you know, as dark as the past few years have been, we're still kind of like the bastion of, you know, freedom uh, on the global stage, or at least we pretend to be. So, you know, I think kind of reclaiming that is is huge. Uh, uh, Christian Picciolini is the uh, the guy that he mentioned, uh, which is another surprising IDW shout out. I always love it when uh, when Andrew references somebody in the intellectual dark web. He has a, a really interesting story. Christian does, um, and I think he does podcasts and stuff now. Wow. Uh, yeah, former former white supremacist neo-nazi guy and now he dedicates his life to like de-radicalizing these guys i think he was like legit like big swastika tattoos and all that shit uh yeah really fascinating character but yeah that goes back to this kind of like not writing people off for their uh 
you know, views, even if they're different, which is another very like deeply American, yeah. deeply freedom, freedom of thought, freedom of religion. You're free to be whoever you want. So you're not, as long as you're not hurting anybody, yeah. you know, and you see this rise of intolerance, um, you know, kind of across the spectrum of, you know, like I can't talk to you, you know, every, every time a, a, a lesbian talk show host sits down with a former Republican president. It's front page news. Oh no, look at this person on the left hanging out with this person on the right. Oh, that's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, you can't, you can't sit with us. You can't talk to us. It's so petty. It totally is that like mean girls. You can't sit here. Like, <laughs> it's like, come on guys. Can we be, can we be better than that? Please. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, you know, you they all talk the talk of wanting to bring the country together. Only one of them is actually doing it on the ground, and that's Andrew Yang. Yeah. You know, and it shows like the media buys like fuck the media. Like the media is not reflecting the ground at all on this, and that's becoming very evident to people in the Yang gang now. Because especially after this latest shit with MSNBC, like. It's yeah. <laughs> oh man, yeah, this has been yeah. It's real. Like I was skeptical at first. I'm like, oh no, he's just too obscure. People don't know him. They, they were just forgetting him, and now it's like deliberate. No, they're they're very deliberately keeping him off. What they say it was like 16th time or something like that. I I haven't even been keep, keeping track of all the times that they've done it, but if you look at every single one of the debates, he's dead last for speaking time. The wait, you know, like huge amounts of time before the what was it like thirty six minutes or something this last time before they even asked him a question. Stupid. Yeah, it's like still proud of totally him. Totally obvious. Still proud of our guy. He's just doing so good. Even oh, he's he's <laughs> fucking rocking. Yeah. He's rocking it and he's he's still like getting huge surges of support after every one of these times he only gets like five minutes to talk, he still gets a huge boost. So I mean, long game, he's good. Yep. Yep. Nobody's attacking him. Yeah, I think he's the only person on the stage who has not been attacked or attacked somebody else. You yep. know. So he's just he's just riding it out, man. <laughs> Ride it out. Let them take each other out because yeah, the rest of the field is a fucking mess. Oh, I man. don't even want to cover it. We were doing debate coverage and yeah. stuff, and I'm like, I I don't even want to oh, do that my anymore. Gosh, yes. It's just uh, I'm getting some audio wobbliness. Hopefully, that's uh, not coming through on the recording. Is it? It's on. Uh, okay. So. We also do like to find out because there are so many policies and it'd be impossible to cover them all. <laughs> you know, like even if you do it like every day, like a uh, fucking voice over at Mindful Skeptics doing that, like policy a day, breaking it down. And then like moving forwards, done that too, where they're like covering each policy. I'm like, that's going to take forever. But let's just like talk about some of the other. We started to touch on this a little bit, but some of the other policies that are out there that are or standouts for you that you really like? Number one, of course, freedom dividend. I mean, of course, uh, I mean, I love how he cares about everybody. Uh, it's not just for one set of people. It's not just for um, people that just struggle. And it's for everybody. It's, it's, 
it's equal to everybody. So there's no stigma nowhere, you know. Um, for me, for my family, I, I believe it would have helped me in so many cases. I, not too long ago, well, uh, so yeah, actually, right when I learned about Andrew Yang, or during those times, uh, I, I was I was losing a lot of my jobs. Uh, I had a uh, I worked for Google, worked for Amazon, lost both those jobs um, back to back. It's just, uh, if you feel like you have it all, then all of a sudden you you're back to not much, you know. And you're just stuck in that one spot because you don't, you can't really get anything else. And it's, it just feels like the take what you can get kind of mentality. I really feel like I had that scarcity mentality. In some ways, I still do. Um, Where you just always have to watch out for. How much you got, you know? You can't really enjoy your 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 hard work. You feel like you're working so hard, but you got to step back and realize, shit, this is this is it. But um, I was also living in my car for a while. I I it, it was a hard time. I didn't not get to go home uh, I was losing my home and it was all due to total BS and it's not really worth talking about but um, during that time I only I had like be a month a month or less to find a new home and that time I actually lost half my savings I mean, we were doing well before then, but lost half my savings. I got scammed. I thought we were about to buy a new house, and thought I was going to be a homeowner, but no, it did not it did not happen that way. I lost everything. Um, I I was willing to find a different jobs and everything too, but that's when I realized, shit, this is all I got. This is all I think I'm good at, so I'm just going to stay here. And um, it's been like that ever since, I guess. But Andrew Yang, he when he came into my life, I it really woke in me to stay more positive. Because now, listening to him, I really believe that is the solution. That is the solution to everything. All this pain and suffering. I know I'm not the only one. I know a lot of us are struggling financially and it may not even be to our own control. It's not something that we can can do about it. A lot of people say, well, then get a better job. But guess what? In the next five to ten years, automation, all these jobs, what you're doing now, retail, truck driving, your call center agent. You mean you could even be a, a radiologist, a lawyer, all these high up jobs, any kind of job. I mean, you look. This, 
it's all going to be automated. And when that happens, what are you going to do? I may be feeling it now, but imagine if a million of me are feeling it now. I wanted to die. I couldn't stand seeing my wife so sad because I couldn't provide. I didn't want to be here anymore. But when Andrew Yang came and told me, told us all that the reason why things are this way is because society is making it this way. We need to change society. We have been in a decline in life expectancy in the past three years because more than it has been in the past hundred years. And what, what was it because of then? Um, Spanish flu. That was a hundred years ago. Mm-hmm. And, and we have a decline in life expectancy. That's, that's, that's sad. I mean, I got grandparents still and I don't want them to, you know, I, I don't want, it, it's, it's a horrible thing. I mean, it's, and then why is it? Because something's not wrong in the society. Anxiety is high. Depression is high. Drug overdoses, all of them, all of these bad issues that really shows how your country is doing is on a decline. Fuck GDP. GDP does not mean nothing when your people are suffering. You can have all the money in the world, but if you're dying, what's the point? You know? Um, it's, it seems like you, the country doesn't give a shit if you're just letting your people die. But Andrew Yang, he is that president that we deserve. We're better than that. Andrew Yang, I'm not just a Yangster. I'm an American, and I'm an American that believes that this man will change our world. Um he um he has all the solutions. You just gotta watch a video. Just Google Andrew Yang. Yang2020.com and you'll see everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's intense. It's it's inspiring and just this message of you matter, I mean, is so fucking important. Cause a lot of us start to feel like we don't matter and then we can't ever get up or get anywhere, move forward. We just feel stuck. We're just, you know, running our asses off to stay in the same place. And, you know, yeah. so many people have just given up hope. It's just like, this is the way it is. It's like, no, we can make it better. <laughs> like, we need to reclaim this. Like, it's super powerful, super powerful. And it's going to take off all over the world. It already is taking off all over the world. Uh, we haven't announced it on this show yet. We've we're announced it on the live show, but we're about to launch Yang Earth. So we are going to be hooking up with the UK Yang right. Gang and uh, Aussies for Yang. And I'm going to try to get some people all over the world because, you know, and I keep bringing it back to this too. It's like, this is unstoppable and it does not stop here. It doesn't stop when we get our freedom dividend. Like we have to push this everywhere global like it's an it's a new movement how many presidential can obscure like fifth sixth place presidential candidates have it historically in the u.s have had like international support like that's crazy to me that like these people even know who he is and it's it's because of it's because of content creators it's because of the online universe it's because of joe rogan and you know 
uh, people like you sharing your stories on shows like this, you know, and that's, that's phenomenal. That's fucking awesome. So I'm so happy and, and, uh, you know, thrilled to be a part of it. And I'm so glad that, uh, we got you on the show. Finally, our first, uh, our first attempt actually was, Oh man, that was a couple months ago by now. Right. The first attempt I got just totally the audio just got <laughs> fucked on and it was bad, uh, and unsalvageable, but we're making it happen. We got you back on and I'm very stoked and I'm very, and thank you for sharing. Cause I know, you know, like this is hard shit. It's hard to talk yeah. about, you know, you know, be in there for sure but you know it's it's a story that's gonna hit somebody's ears and inspire them you know somebody it's gonna resonate it's, with somebody it resonated with me man that's why i'm like well, I mean, just, yeah we need to like unpack this that's like, the thing like, i mean i'm just a i'm just a, i'm just a normal guy you know and andrew yang sticking up for those normal guys out there for everybody for all of us normal people where I mean, we're here for each other, and we're here for each other because Andrew Yang's here for us. You know, it's just we're the Yang gang, and we—that's the—we're one big family here. Yeah, absolutely. There is a war on normal people, and the normal people are starting to wake yeah. up, and they're starting to unify, and they're starting to unify under under some banners that are going to be real hard to fight against. You know, like life, liberty, pursuit of happiness bipartisan support uh cutting edge 21st century ideas forward thinking solutions uh recognition of value and work you know importance of mental health and you know things like young men's issues and child development and on and on and on and on down the line i mean if you've thought of it he's thought of it and it's been on his website for like a year basically whoever you're if you're listening to this show and you're not in the yang gang yet if you're still supporting another candidate if if you're wondering where he's at on any issue wonder no longer yang2020.com he has a policy for that sorry <laughs> liz warren he actually does have a comprehensive policy for that oh bad i shouldn't have done that my bad sorry sorry elizabeth warren we love you <laughs> That's not just, it's fine. Uh, I, I love how every day, I mean, my my, my wife laughs because every day I actually talk about Andrew Yang, and I do it in a way where it's like we talk about a situation. It's like, oh, look at that guy, like, and I'll be like, oh yeah, well, he will be a lot better if Andrew Yang's president, <laughs> you know, it's just uh, or like we're we're in a shit situation. I'll be like, yeah, if Andrew Yang is president. You know, we don't have a thousand dollars, and we'll be okay. I mean, shit. We, we, I can find a new job. I can, I can, I just do so much. You know, I can figure out what I want to do. I don't need to be. I don't need to bet everything on one thing and just wing it. And like, I don't have room to wing it. I have a family. Yeah. You know, I have a family, so it's it's very hard to jump ship. Uh, yeah, that's one thing that I I don't think a lot of the quote coastal elites unquote understand because they hear a thousand dollars and they're like, oh, it's just a thousand dollars. You know how long that goes a a long fucking way in big huge swaths of this country. Uh, like here to be a 
a single person, you're looking at, you know, three to $600 a month in rent. If it wasn't know, for my plus, wife, like, I'd saw I'd probably be homeless or I'm still living with my parents. That's the truth about it. You can't live off one yeah. paycheck in this world anymore. You just can't. Yeah, you can't even you can't even live off a college degree. You know, like people spend years and years I, going tens of thousands of dollars in debt for degrees I, that it's are going to get. I have an associate's degree, and I'm in debt, and I'm, and I haven't been in college in over ten years. You know, so, and I'm and this is over ten years, and I'm still, you know, putting this burden on my family, and it sucks. As Andrew Yang says, yeah, it's a mistress. That she, it's like you're a mistress or something. You're just giving money away. Right. You know? Oh, I hope you're having a good time with that money. But it's like, shit. When is it going to be done? Right. What's your degree? I, I have a degree in criminal justice. And I'll be honest with you, I don't want to be a cop. Not anymore. Especially mm-hmm. during all these times. I just don't want to support something I that are against i mean i don't want to do something that's against what i believe in you know if i were to arrest somebody for a non-violent marijuana charge and i smoke weed fuck you you know what i mean i ain't doing that shit so yeah that's uh i've seen a little bits of this um with people in the military having that cognitive dissonance between wanting to serve and not wanting to serve under this fucking <laughs> commander in chief uh no, I totally, I totally get that. But you know, criminal justice reform is going to be huge. Oh, yeah. You know, in twenty twenty. So hopefully, we can restore our trust in law enforcement again and get you know restore justice to justice and end you know the clearly abhorrent practices you know that are all over the place that are a relatively small. It's a small percentage of events, but they're so awful that you know, and they get amplified that it, it really is like very clear that there's a problem there to solve yeah. um, 100%. And that's going to take large scale reform and it's going to, you know, involve restoring trust. Like you should not be afraid of cops. <laughs> like no matter who you are in this country, if you see it, you know, a cop on the road, that should not like hit, trigger your fight or flight response like we should be happy to see them and be thanking them for you know protecting oh, our for sure and that's the general attitude that we should have towards cops and it's because of a few fucking assholes you know that um that's become you know the trust is eroded in the system and people see you know the darkness the darkness gets amplified the outrage gets amplified and it's a tricky situation uh, yeah. man it's very yeah. tricky uh, it's I mean, it's horrible, you know. It's it's coming. It's an era that's coming to an end, you know. It's, you know, like society is not going to put up put up with this shit, you know. It's not. It's society is slow moving, you know. As 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 a gay person, you know, I saw it took a long fucking time for you know them to get their shit together on marriage equality yeah, and pass yep. that, you know. But it it's like. It was the fight that made that happen. And we cannot give up just because the situation is fucked up now. You can't just say, oh, it's all corrupt. I'm just going to stay home because that's how this shit happens. That's how totalitarian regimes rise to power. It's on the backs of apathy, guys. 
non that this is how democracies die in the darkness you know in the darkness of ignorance and apathy so get up get informed get involved <laughs> get all uh jesus <laughs> get all inspirational put some fucking like patriotic <laughs> uh, that's great i i, I mean i just I, I believe we all need to do as best as we can and even more of as much as possible you know as much as you can um i really don't have the time i don't have the funds tomorrow i'm gonna do what i it's probably my first time ever canvassing and yeah this is probably i guess you could say my first time actually doing something in my city i want to i want my city to grow and i want it to be an actual gang gang i don't have much but we got to do something about it because we need to save our country I know you don't have yeah. much in your area. If you if you're listening to me out there and you don't have much in your area, do as much as you can to do, you know, network with people. Try to go out and do something. Um, cuz we need we need to get with our country back. We uh, yeah. If we don't do anything about it, we're going to wait the next 4 years, you know? It's about organizing and building together lots of lots of little pieces. And I keep bringing this back to the fucking Lego movie <laughs> because it's such a perfect analogy. We all have something con to contribute. You're, we're all the special, okay? You're all special. You all have something to contribute in your own way. However small, it matters. We're building something together and your piece is crucial. Whoever you are out there, I'm getting teary because <laughs> this this is an emotional yeah. thing. This is very emotional. It's about coming together. And uh, now you're officially on the Mindwave Yang team. So the Mindwave universe is going to do everything it can to help you out there in Stockton to organize, to bring people together under the Humanity First movement. We're all fucking about it. So uh, Mindwave Universe on Facebook, join us. <laughs> That's great, man. I love this Lego movie analogy. I don't know why nobody else is using it because it's so perfect. Send me the movie, man. I'm taking credit for that. It's time stamped. So, the the second we get Yang posters with fucking Lego on it, I'm, I'm yeah, that's me. Build it, build it together, Yang 2020. Oh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it, man. Uh, but yes, lots of lots of little pieces. They come together. They build something bigger than any one thing any one person can build on their own, and that's that's how you yeah. change the world. <laughs> I think that deserves a ding. I love the ding. Well, hey, do you want to? Uh, I was going to say, I just love the ding. Like, I I can't wait till the bells come out. <laughs> yeah, man. The bell is crucial. It's crucial to the show. It's it started off as like a, a jokey thing, but it just like now anytime I record it just needs to be like right there. Because it's universal. It's like that is the awesome statement bell, the awesome idea bell, the the tangent bell, distraction bell, the uh, inappropriate joke bell. It's just it's just the bell. Subconsciously, <laughs> it reminds me of the whole the whole team, Mind Wave, uh, you especially. Um, there were times where I would just be driving, listening to your podcast, and then 
just a ding. That just reminds me, man. So <laughs> being in the show and hearing the ding, it's it's, it's just it, it makes me happy. <laughs> Yeah, you're in it, man. You're in it. You're a part of it. This is why I, I, I took it to kind of a cosmic level because I was trying to think of a way. Like when I first started the show, I started the, the page and then I started a group because I wanted to have a, a way for people to connect, you know, within the group. And then I, I you know, had this conversation with Scott Santens and we were talking very pale blue dot cosmos kind of Chet Gaines and I got into that a little bit too so I started feeling this pale blue dot cosmic kind of universe concept like we're all of a part of it you know like we are all stardust kind of uh vibe <laughs> to it so I I rebranded the the larger universe around Mindwave as the Mindwave universe. And that's the idea. It's that like you are a part of it. You are your own little solar system or your own little star in this universe. And you have, you have a story to tell. I love you it. Know. Yeah. I dig it too, man. This is, uh, it's been a trip. I mean, just seeing how, how it's evolved from like the first episode. And this is actually kind of a, a side note but my other big project today is doing the like super cut reel from season one all of the humanity first episodes that we've gotten so far i'm gonna take highlights and mix those down and kind of just reflecting on how how the process has grown and how the episodes have kind of changed and shifted and grown and how the stories are all so different but so the same and yeah, it's just been an, an amazing experience. It's been probably, no, it's been the most rewarding uh, work that I've ever done. And, you know, it is work, uh, which is another thing of, you know, You're right. Andrew's Andrew's platform that I really, that I really appreciate is yeah. like the value of work. We need to redefine what that is because, you know, this especially... In the 21st century, with the economic shift, I mean, like we have to redefine what. Isn't work it crazy is. how? Yeah, how this is so meaningful to us, but it's not meaningful to the government. <laughs> but yeah, that's why we if we redefine things that would change everything. You know, it's like we can actually do things we love, finally, and and it's valued at something. Yeah. And it's such a powerful idea. Like I took the leap. Like I, I'm not even ready. I'm not getting a freedom dividend, but like I came to this question, this internal question of value and, and work. And I was like, I have to do it. I have to leave my job. I had a government job that were full bonnet, full benefits and all that. And, you know, reliable, dependable paycheck and paid vacations and, holidays and all, all that and I, I gave it up because this is so much more valuable to me and if it's valuable to anybody out there that is more about that's exponentially more valuable than it is to me on my yeah. own so that's why I was like whether I have the fucking freedom dividend or not I'm I'm doing this I, I have to do it like it, this is exist existential for me this is like a you know, it's there is a a, a switch kind of that in your right. brain like, when when you it's it's a framing thing. You know, once once these ideas, the idea that you matter and you you you, <laughs> you have value, and you know, we don't just have to you know break our backs doing shit for <laughs> shit. 
you know, and feel like shit all the yeah. time. Like it doesn't have to be like that. And reclaiming that and owning it has been like one of the most empowering fucking experiences uh, I've- ever. And that it's comes with even more economic insecurity, but whatever. I mean, I already had the economic insecurity, so it's like not, you know, it's not that big of a, (laughs) it is a big leap, but at the same time, I was like, well, I was paycheck to paycheck. So it's like, I'm not, I was already struggling. So I might as well struggle and do something that I fucking love and get to talk to awesome people like (laughs) you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. This is uh, absolutely needed to happen, you know, and I'm I'm really bummed that the first episode got uh, just totally fucked. I might try to cannibalize some of that and see if I can take clips of it because there were some good moments. You know, there. man, like you, you are 100 percent right. I, this whole movement is really making us all grow, becoming something better than what we initially were, and. Um, I believe this has given me a purpose, you know, uh, not just for my own sanity and for my own well-being. I feel like his message will inspire millions and millions out there as well. You just need to get the message out to them. Andrew Yang can only do so much. He's everywhere. If you go on YouTube, there's so much videos of him now, whereas before there was maybe a handful of him. So... Oh yeah. I mean, he's taken off for sure. Like he's, he's mainstream among the people, but the media still won't give him a fair shake largely, which is infuriating. It's actually fueling his campaign, which is, it's almost helping that they're, the media's, you know, not treating him right because it's getting people fired up. So I'm, I'm kind of torn on this one actually. Like, keep keep on doing it, MSMC. <laughs> Go for it. Uh, the Yang Gang will call you out. Oh uh, man, and yet Yang himself will call you out now apparently because he, he was uh, a little apprehensive to do that. I think yeah. at first, but now now he's kind of like, yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's totally a thing. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, it's, uh, it's interesting, but yeah, that's, it's up to us, man. Like if, if the mainstream media isn't going to make the content and get it out there, then it's up to us. We got to make the content. We got to get it out there. We got to yeah. organize, you know, this is why I was like, and I, I'm a part of all kinds of different, uh, Yang gangs within the, uh, creator network and within wide URL and the moving forward circles and all the different circles. But I'm like, you know, I don't really have my own Yang team, like the mind wave Yang team. So that's like fundamental to how I'm moving forward. Um, the rest of this month is going to be fucking crazy. Uh, this rest of this weekend is going to be crazy because I'm leaving Monday to go to California and I'm going to be largely unavailable for huge chunks of that. So, yeah, man. It's about coming together, Mind Wave Universe. Mind Wave. team. Happy to have you. <laughs> yeah, and for sure, make sure to um, uh, give me links or, or, or post in the uh, Mind Wave Universe group tomorrow. Oh, for sure, man. Is, is, that, is that tomorrow that you're doing yep, that? Yep, tomorrow event? I'll be uh, going to Wilson Way Flea Market, Stockton, California. Come, come look for us. Uh, we'll be there. <laughs> Sweet man, we'll blast it out on Twitter and and uh, amplify that. We got to start using the uh, the Mindwave Universe 
to do that. It's been largely kind of disorganized, but I'm I'm trying, man. I'm trying. We're gonna all get together and we're gonna make this you know shit what? happen. We're gonna make it happen. If there's so. anything I would wanna get my supporters out there to listen to, um I mean to understand from me. It's just you gotta really be like Yang, you know? Um when times are hard, when you're feeling sad, you just gotta remember just be like Yang. He never had it easy. But he's working his ass off to create a better country. He left his family for God's sake. He's doing exactly what Buddha did, you know? He's 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 doing it all for us. He wants to save us all. So just be like Yang. And we're gonna win this country back. Humanity first is going to win. I've been I've been saying this. It's not like thousand dollars a month. That's not going to win the election. Yeah, it's amazing. Freedom dividends not going to win it. Humanity, Humanity first, first is going to win it. Human centered capitalism. That's what's going to win it. You're right. I mean, well, you're one hundred percent right. It's it's unstoppable. Unstoppable at this point, man. Well, hey, do you want to take a quick little break and then we'll come back and Sounds uh, good. wrap it up? All right. Well, we will be back shortly with Mikey Tranchi. We are back. <laughs> so this is a new one that I've uh, started to ask people. Um, I'll change the framing a little bit. Like, what are you most excited? I mean, beyond... Beyond just bare survival, because nobody's getting excited about just surviving. <laughs> but with the freedom dividend coming in, like, what are you most oh excited to to do with it? I mean, it's because like it's huge. So, like, what what would you do? <laughs> what would I do? Yeah. Shit, I I would probably I wouldn't. Okay. I want to do what my wife would love to do and become a travel photographer. Uh, that's something she really, really wants to do, and I'd love to support her. And uh, I'd love to help. And maybe we can both learn a thing or two, you know? Uh, we could travel the world. We could, I mean, we do so much things. How about you? <laughs> Just a freedom. I mean, freedom. the freedom in, in the dividend, the freedom is huge. Um, I already kind of stole that. <laughs> I stole the freedom because I was like, no, I want the freedom now. <laughs> I'll yeah. wait for the dividend. I'm taking the freedom myself. Um, it's, I mean, mostly it's it's going back into the show. Oh, joy, dogs. Dogs. Thanks Leia, <laughs> for making a brief guest appearance. <laughs> less brief oh Jesus David this is creating a lot of extra work for me <laughs> <laughs> editing sucks man I hate it yeah so yeah I mean just beyond beyond putting it back into Mindwave I think the biggest thing that I'm excited about having the freedom to do is to be able to support the other creators of the world whose work that I value. Um, I'm able to do very, very little of that at the moment. I just don't have the expendable income 
you know, but now that, now that I have, uh, you know, the Patreon for the show here, uh, I, I guess I'll announce it on the show. I've rerouted $5 from the Patreon funds here to go support Melody Sheep, um, who's fucking awesome and is going to have to come on the show at some point. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, just being able to do more of that, um, you know, to, to support, you know, albums when they come out to, to donate to, uh, you know, documentary films and stuff like, um, I've, I've been able to do so little of that. Like, uh, I've, I support Melody Sheep as much as I can. I, I support Nigel Stanford as much as I can. Uh, I've gotten in on a couple projects, um, the in Saturn's rings, that documentary, I am listed in the credits as a contributor, uh, I support the Planetary Society. I've been a mem- member over there for years. So it's it's really just about doing more of that. Well, um, you know, more of this more of the work that I believe in and actually, you know, helping support it. So yeah. you know, I th- I think I can handle the, the, the bare minimum survival bit. Uh but yeah, ultimately it's just you know, the freedom to create and and help other creators. Yeah. in the world because that's like again how much more meaningful is that than I I, I keep talking about scrubbing toilets because that's what my previous job was and it sounds like I'm shitting on that job which I kind of am uh, <laughs> but it's very important and I, I did value you know the, the, the people in the time you know but the work itself is just like eh. anyway it's just, and not ugh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, man, it's just the freedom dividend is not just clever branding, <laughs> you yeah. know, because it is, um, you know, un- un- universal basic income doesn't test as well. But I think I think fundamentally that the freedom dividend is is just about giving freedom to people to do, you know. What to have that freedom to do what they want to do to Join travel to yeah to create to travel to to do amazing things you know instead of just being like okay you work all the time and that's all you do you get off you go home you go back to work and uh, you do that just so you can have enough money to get to and from work and eat. And have a roof over your head, and it's like, well, Jesus, that's like, <laughs> that sounds like hell, you know. It's like they don't, they don't prepare, <laughs> they don't prepare you for that shit. Uh, so kids, hard, man. kids. Uh, spoiler alert to the young ones: they don't prepare you for that shit. No. That's pretty much the system we live in now. It's no. like you work uh, so that you can afford to live and go to work, and that's. <laughs> Pretty, that's pretty much life as an adult. Hashtag adulting. Uh, but we're trying to change that because <clears throat> you are the special. <laughs> Fucking, le- I need to shut up about the Lego movie at some point. Our show is very naughty. I don't want to piss off people in Sweden. <laughs> Where's Lego headquarters? Is it Sweden or Switzerland? I always get them confused. It's Sweden, right? It's, it's Sweden. I think so. I, I, Ikea, yeah. Ikea and Legos. <laughs> well this is great man is there anything else uh any other uh anything else you're working on 
Like gang wise, other than like what's going on at YGRL, because you have uh, you have a a position over there, and we're going to be working a lot closer together with YGRL. So yeah, I mean, um, unpack that for a little bit and talk about uh, what you guys are doing over there. Well, I I work for the YGRL Hand Gang Report Live. I work as a host or co-host, and uh, we have uh, other gangsters. We come on our show and we talk about of course yang we talk about what's going on during the week we talk about yang tweet of the day we talk about all things yang and of course we bring up all the data the math yes. uh, everything's there for you <laughs> and, yes. and of course we'll be there to talk to you so if you got any questions as you can always bring up on the comments and we you're right there with you yeah, and this is great this is great that you guys are doing that and I'd much rather help help do that and support you guys there and direct people there to do that because that is not really my forte I mean I, I, I mentioned to this to you earlier that like I'm not a political pundit I'm oh, not yeah. really a math guy I'm not really a data guy I'm, I mean research quote unquote uh, in light heavy air quotes uh, a little bit but it's just not really my strong suit so this is why i've kind of tried to reorient this series around the human part of it you know like you know like what what explains for the people who are watching this from the outside and seeing this yang gang craziness and people losing their shit like (laughs) this is kind of like what explains some of that is my my humble attempt um but i mean I, they're the best stories they've been the best stories this has been the best series on the show so far so i mean i, I fucking love it and thank you again for being a part of it we look forward to working very closely this is probably going to come out after sunday but our our Mindwave Universe live show this Sunday is planned to be a YGRL mashup. So we're going to have you guys on the show, like a show within a show, kind of like, yeah, it's going to be great. So I'm, I'm very much looking forward to that and doing something in Stockton organizing around this because if there aren't, if every single person who received that UBI pilot thing is not on board chanting andrew yang something's wrong like we need to fix that immediately uh and you can be a big big part of that and we're we're happy as the mind wave universe to bring all these platforms together all these people and sharing and having one kind of universe to all exist in uh yeah i don't know where did you want to go what did you want to talk about i'm kind of Oh, damn it. <laughs> Every day is a Yang day. That's a great thing. Uh, you've been going hard, man. I, I'm i just now having the freedom to, like, you know, like, the time in the day, and I still don't have the energy. I'm waiting for the energy to come back, man. It's yeah. just, like... Even uh, recording sessions and, and post-production and editing and, and all that and social, it's like keeping up is just, 
crazy. Training. It's training, yeah. It totally is. I can't believe there are like people who like legit do this like twelve hours a day. Like Annette that blows my mind that she's like she's yeah. on it. Like always she's working so hard. Always all day long. That's nuts. Yeah. It's, uh, that's the Yang motivation right there, you know. You get people yeah. like that. It uh, really inspires you to do more. True dedication inspires, man. I've mentioned this before, but um, the person who inspired me to take that leave from my job was Alyssa Monet Mason because she pretty much did that to go on the road and, you know, go go to Vegas and do this Vegas Village thing. And now she's on the road with Matt King and they're doing all kinds of crazy cool stuff there. We need to update the website on that because... Uh, uh, we try to help direct people towards all these other projects, give people a way to support um, the other creators out there who are doing cool stuff. Um, so, yeah, we have a fund up for Annette to get her bug fixed and wrapped with Yang stuff. We have a fund for uh, Vegas uh, Village. But, yeah, we need to get one for... Um, I'd wrap up my car, too. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it, man. All Let's right. do it. Yang Gang Unite. I mean, there are people in the Yang Gang like, that are, like, they're just, like, sending shit all over the world. Like, sending people hats and, That's me. and stickers and helping raise funds a- for stuff. So, I'm like, fuck it, yeah. Shout out to it. my buddy, Ryan. He got me my pink hat. Shout out to my my sister, Angel. She got me my meth hat, actually. So, I love it, man. And actually, I got most of all my gear. I got all from Yangsters from around the world, you know? So, That's Yang Gang love, and man. It's true. And we need to share it. We need I to mean, share it for real. And this, uh, this like, grassroots, uh, grassroots organizing, all these, like, outside-the-box ideas for, like, getting people engaged and, like, going out and doing stuff in the real world, I think is, like, fucking awesome. And we need to continue that. And, like, especially since it's humanity, like... Like being in person and you know yanking in real life, that's a different experience. It's surreal, you know. When um, you know, because most of us just interact online. Um, well, I do anyway. I've only ever interacted on it like with yanking in real life, like twice. Uh, and it is a totally different experience, you know, coming together under these ideas and feeling that enthusiasm. I still have not been to an event, uh, but oh my god, I would just love. I highly to be there recommend f- it. I highly recommend it. I can feel the energy through the screen. I cannot oh, imagine what it would feel like in person. It feels. It makes you feels like you're actually part of the movement now. It's like you are ground game you're 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 ground level you're you're doing the thing you know and people are seeing it media is once you're on the internet you're always there you know so i mean you are part of history and that's amazing feeling and to know that your purpose in life well one of your purposes was to do such an amazing thing such as getting this man elected you know what i mean i mean we have andrew yang as president our whole future is going to change it's going to change for the better we're all going to survive not just survive but we're going to thrive yeah. all you know we're going to be 
the best country in the world again. I mean, better than ever. No one, I mean, a lot, uh, no one could even imagine. Uh, we'll be so high in technology and uh, cause I can see it now. And that's the future I want to be in. I don't, I'll be honest. It's hard having, starting a new family when you're so poor. And I, I, I don't want to create a family in this kind of world. But when Andrew Yang's president, that's the that's the that's the world that I can imagine, you know. Yeah, that's that's the key right there. I mean, i I've never been, I've never had the worry or concern that I might accidentally have kids. <laughs> it's always had to be like that's a deliberative thing. I'd a, I'd actually have to try to make that happen. But I feel the same way. I'm like, holy shit. I have friends from high school who have kids, and I'm like, how the hell yeah. do you do that? <laughs> how the fuck do you do that? Because, like, paycheck to paycheck on your own, single, or just being in a, in a you know stable relationship with even two incomes, how in the hell do you raise kids in this world these days? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. That sounds terrifying. Like legit, like I feel for these people, man. Yeah. I just have dogs, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I cannot imagine like, fucking kids <laughs> in cats. this world. <laughs> it's uh, I just I can't imagine either. Oh. And I, f- they say, oh well, that's how you grow up. I'm like, not really. I mean, I'm already struggling. How can I? It's uh, I don't understand, man. It's like yeah. I feel like I know something, and the world thinks you're crazy. You know, you you know, that, that's what the Yang Yang is. It's like we know, and we're just trying to teach you guys what what's the truth is. Yeah, the previous generations don't really seem to get how well off they had it compared to us. You know, like our our parents' generation and and the generation before that, you know, like they could, you know, a family of four could survive on one income, you know, in a great in a great factory job that was unionized and and all of that. And you could send your kids to college and have an have a nice house out in the suburbs with a white picket fence and you know hunky-dory the american dream and that fucking died a long time ago for a lot of us we don't have that that's that's not a dream that's a that's the american fantasy for a lot of people it's like i could not imagine having that kind of economic stability to be able to buy a house and have kids and send them to school and pay for college and give them a, a real fucking future you know and that's sad that's terrifying I, I would love to bring kids in this world at some point but like yeah. Until until it's a better world, I'm not gonna do it. I mean, I have that luxury, I guess, <laughs> or or burden. It's, it's very much of a, a, a trolley problem, <laughs> you know. It's I, I'm definitely getting that like biological clock thing. Like, well, uh, I'm not gonna be young and and pretty forever. I gotta do it at some <laughs> point. I don't want to be raising kids when I'm 80, but maybe. Maybe we'll all have sexy robot bodies and uh, live forever. So, yep. who knows? 
I want my sexy robot body. Make that a meme. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bring on the sexy robot bodies, man. I wanna live I wanna live to five thousand years old. <laughs> In some sexy robot Possible body. Possible if GA's uh, president. I know. It's the first step, man. It's it's the very first step to the Star Trek future. Which I think we should be calling the Orville future because Orville is <laughs> fucking awesome. <laughs> That's another one. You haven't seen that one either? No, I'm sorry. I don't watch this. <laughs> Fucking uh, Orville is Seth MacFarlane. This is uh, a totally unintentional plug. Uh, Orville is Seth MacFarlane's uh, new series. And it, when I heard that he was doing this, because at first glance it looked like some like cheesy cheesy Star Trek knockoff where it was just going to be like family guy in space with fart jokes. And I, my expectations were very low, which was stupid because Seth MacFarlane's a fucking genius, but it's very much in, in that like futuristic, you know, life of abundance. You can synthesize anything you want and have the freedom to go and explore and grow and all of that. Uh, and it's kind of like a dramedy. So it's like, it, it's like serious and it has those kind of like moral and ethical questions, you know, that star Trek had, but it's like framed in this way. That's like got comedic relief and Oh, it's great. If you guys aren't watching the Orville, you need to watch the Orville. It's fantastic. <laughs> End of plug free plug for Seth MacFarlane. Cause I fucking love the gay. <laughs> oh, cosmos is coming back. I cannot believe it. Uh, <laughs> another tangent. Jesus. Uh, in my last conversation with Scott Sandins, because we were talking about Carl Sagan, we were talking about Cosmos and talking about Star Trek and just going like all over the... I don't know if we talked about Orville. We fucking probably should have. But as soon as we went cut, I went, oh shit, Scott, we forgot to plug the new Cosmos because uh, Cosmos is coming back, hosted by Neil deGrasse Tyson on Fox. Is it on Fox and Nat Geo this time? Nat I don't know. Geo. Uh, but uh, yeah, super stoked on that. Uh, fucking cosmos, possible worlds. That looks like it's gonna be awesome. Awesome. I fucking love it. <laughs> <laughs> mm. So yeah, man, it's gonna be. It's this is a crazy wave to ride, and I cannot wait to see where it goes. I'm excited. <laughs> I mean, it feels it feels too big to stop at this point. Like. I'm not feeling that like 2016 kind of existential dread, like, Oh no, are we going to do it? Like my confidence that, that he's going to take it is only going up day yes. by day. Um, right. And Yang gang, if you're out there, you need, you need to like see the bigger picture, look at the ground game. Don't get caught up so much in the polls and you know, the media blackout stuff, just like, Put put the content out yourself. Share share it yourself. Share the message. Be be the media. Be you know? the media. And don't lose hope. Like keep keep faith in this campaign because like it is we will win. We will win. You just have to like have that in the back of your mind. Like And don't give a fuck what people think about you, because you're gonna be the winners in the end. Yeah. Yeah. And just stick with the Yang Gang love, man. I know it's it's so easy to get caught up in the you know, I'm guilty of this myself, especially with the other candidates, because there's, you know, the default political set setting is shit flinging. You know, that's like how politics works. You got to fling shit at your opponents. <laughs> and uh, Yang is not doing that. And people aren't doing that to him. And I think we just have to stick to that ethic of just like 
Okay, it's hard, guys. It's hard, but stick to humanity first. Humanity stick first. to the Yang Gang love. Feel the Yang Gang love. Don't ever give up on the Yang Gang love because it will not give up on you. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I was going to hit the bell again, but it's been <laughs> gratuitous in this episode, so I'm not going <laughs> to. It's great though. It's become such a such a cornerstone of the show by accident that <laughs> it's fine. I love it. <laughs> oh, I just had an idea for a t-shirt. <laughs> this is <a> bell. <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, that's great. Like have Angie Yang dinging the bell or something. Like nice. if you meet him, bring a bell and, and like get a selfie from taking like dinging your bell. Oh my god. That yes. would be legendary. I would get a shirt of that. If I ever had the opportunity to meet him in person, I am totally bringing a bell and asking him <laughs> to ding my bell. <laughs> Andrew Yang, will you please ding my bell? Please. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's great. It's such a distinctive and characteristic bell, too. <laughs> I love it. Oh, man. Oh, let's see. Let's see, tangent, detour. It's fine. It's fine, man. That's that's what makes these humanity first things so cool is that they're just relaxed and hang out, but in real, you know, getting back to the real shit, because we were talking about this earlier, you know, it's just like the biggest thing about Yang is that just like he's a real dude. It's that normal people thing. It's like not just like he gets us is like he is us. He like is he's us. one of us, you know, like he gets it. So I don't know how much longer we want to beat this horse because it feels pretty fucking dead. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I, I feel like I'm on repeat sometimes, like I'm having a stroke. <laughs> you know, because these stories that, like I said, they're also different, but they're also the same. And but they're, you know, it's, yeah. it's fuck, man, it's just inspiring and beautiful and I'm, I feel very thankful to, to be a part of it you know well hey did you have any final plugs or any any last minute things you wanted to d- drop in there anything you want the listeners to know uh well just keep posted and uh, watch Mindwaves podcast Mindwave universe uh, take a look at YGRL the Yang Gang Report Live will be hosting daily if uh well most of the time <laughs> and uh if you want to be on our show come check us out and give us a message and we'll be happy to have you on and uh keep an eye on Stockton Yang Gang cuz we're going to rise up we'll be we'll be there <laughs> hell yeah hell yeah and I know, I know we've gotten into some some touchy feely grounds today, guys. If you're out there, you're not alone. Uh, open up, share. The Yang Gang has lots of love for you. So, if you've ever been there, we've been there too. We got your back. We got your back. <laughs> I love it, man. Yang Gang love. Well, Mikey, thank you so much for making the time today. This is very impromptu. It was not planned at all, but uh, it needed to happen. Yep. For sure. Uh, you've been at the very top of my list since the first recording got fucked up. So I'm glad that I'm glad that we finally got this down and uh, I'm definitely going to have you back on because one of the ideas for season two of uh, Humanity First is like uh, meetups with people like previous guests of the show where we get a bunch of people on, maybe do a stream yard uh, type thing like YouTube exclusive, like just 
bringing it back, bringing everybody back. This is not like a one shot, yeah. <laughs> one shot type of thing. So you're in the universe now, buddy. And you Thank are on you, the man. team. <laughs> And uh, I cannot wait to see where this goes. I'm very excited. And uh, thank you so much for, again, for coming on and sharing your story. It was really awesome. Thank you, too, man. I appreciate it. All right. Take care. Hey, it's your boy, Phil, Nuclear Phil. Um, yeah, Andrew Yang did great. Uh, was, my favorite part was when he basically shat all over us with this Warren's Wealth Tax, saying like, oh, you can't really implement that because net worth is not fluid assets, you know? So that was great. Um, and yeah, I, I thought he, uh, you know, He's starting to look like one of the top contenders. Uh, that, that's good. I'm trying to think what else. Uh, I like to watch that today. Um, sorry, I'm just trying to think. I was going to say one other thing. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I think it went well. For sure. But... Hi, this is Annette Anderson calling from Aravaca, Arizona. Hi, Jenner. Hi, Joshua. Um, I am just calling to let you know what I thought about the debate. And I thought Yang nailed it as usual. What I love the most about him is when all the other candidates are like clawing each other's eyes out and bitching about Trump over and over and over again yang rises above the fray and he sticks to the issues and he he he, he doesn't skirt around uh questions he doesn't dodge questions or anything like that he answers directly and and he's just freaking amazing you know that's that's all i gotta say um so anyway, um, Yang Gang for life, baby. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Hey, Jenner. It's Jereen again up in Bartlesville, Oklahoma. I thought I'd let you know about one of the Humanity First encounters uh, that I had this week. Uh, I've got a poster vending business I run on the side as a gig job because I'm a stay-at-home mom. And last election cycle, Oklahoma passed SQ-788, which was the legalization of medical marijuana. And there was like this huge groundswell of support for it. And in the spirit of the momentum of 788, um, I thought we've had so many shops and dispensaries open in our communities and some people still treat them taboo. Uh, I decided that they shouldn't be. They're local businesses and they want to be treated like they're part of the community and be included. And so since I've established somewhat of a rapport with some of the shops, 
on my poster run I had this past Wednesday, which is pre-Black Friday, and a lot of these places have Black Friday sales. I left my posters, but I also gave my Andrew Yang marijuana pitch, which is legalizing on a federal level, decriminalizing all drugs for personal use, pardoning all nonviolent drug offenders, and his policy on restoring voting rights. Um, I left a stack of 50 Mary Jean business cards at each location to share with their friends and customers, and literally everyone said yes. One girl was really fun. She was already actually yang-yang and talked to me about finding him on Joe Rogan. Uh, and then one one dude said that he went to jail for a marijuana offense and missed time with his family and can't vote. So the uh, restoration of voting rights policy was very important to him. And once he checked yang out, he would gladly personally hand out cards. To me, that's really humanity first. He said as I was leaving, it's crazy. Here I am selling weed legally and I can't vote. It's insane. Thank you so much for coming by. All right, till next time. For listening to this week's episode, if you enjoyed that, head to our website, mindwave.media. You should find everything you need to know about the show there. Uh, you can give us a follow on Twitter at Mindwave Podcast to stay up to date on news and stuff. I would really, really, really like to make the voicemail thing mega this year. Like, I want this to take off like crazy. So if you think that's cool and you want to help make that happen, tell a friend, get them to call 602-456-2253 and share your Yang story. We'll put it on the show. It's, it provides an added layer of just awesomeness to this whole thing. That, like, why wouldn't you? Uh, thanks for listening. I'm Jenner. This is Mindwave. We'll talk to you next time. podcast is produced by studio stargazer copyright 2020 become a friend of the show at mindwave.media if you want to help make it happen because we don't do that ad shit and that's a big difference so yeah we'll see you